Hi, I'm Krista Zimmerman, and uh, this is episode two of High Vibe Live. And today I'm going to be interviewing Isabel Zimmerman. <clears throat> and we're actually not related uh, in this life, even though people ask us all the time, but we know both of us are related in some way in our many hundreds or thousands of other lives we've had. So I'm going to first uh, set my intention for the podcast which is to raise the vibration of the listeners and to open their uh, minds and beliefs around spirituality and mental health issues, perceived mental health issues and conditions. That's actually what's coming out. And um, before I get into introducing Isabel, I just wanted to say a few things about when I first got in contact with her. First thing is that Isabel's been awakened for quite some time. Like she's very aware of her guides and supporters and the non-physical. And when I first met her, I hadn't yet opened that area of my perception yet. So my ego was saying, what is she talking about when I heard her talking on some of our live calls or like chatting with our friends and group stuff? I don't know, all online because we've never met in person, but Sometimes she would say like, oh, you are, um, you have like Atlantis, uh, you've lived a lifetime in the city of Atlantis. And I heard her say that and I was like, what? But the thing is, is that my ego is saying, nope, that's not true. Nope, that's not true. We're not believing that. That sounds scary and weird and no, no, no. But I would like tell my ego, it's okay. We don't have to fully believe this now, but isn't it fun and interesting and different to maybe think that this could be possible that she's talking to her guides and her guides sent her messages. And, and so after that moment of thinking, isn't it maybe possible rather than saying, nope, this isn't true, too scary. I started seeing other people in my lives who communicate with their guides, like a good friend of mine, her sister, she talks about her guides all the time, her spirit guides, goddesses, other sort of like non-physical beings that are guiding her in her life as she since she's awakened and I thought okay well there's another example of someone so I'm shifting my beliefs slowly and then I realized Gary obviously from the teachings of Joshua I'm talking to non-physical beings directly in my courses that I'm taking so okay that's opened my mind even more and so I thought okay I'm gonna like just my ego can be scared and my ego can say this isn't true but I am going to be open to all these things. And now, since I've met Isabel only maybe like three to six months ago, I don't even know. I'm now connecting with all my guides and my supporters and the non-physical. And now I have that, this ability that literally just came in in the past like few weeks to me. Um, I also have, uh, I just realized a few days ago that I'm a medium. <laughs> so this is all new to me. And so anyway, I'm going to chat with Isabel about a few of these amazing, exciting things that are happening for me now and her experiences. And we're gonna just share whatever comes through us as we share in love. So Isabel, why don't you introduce yourself and say whatever you're inspired, inspired to say. Oh, well, thank you so much, Krista, for having me on your podcast and creating a podcast and sharing your story and sharing your light. And uh, yes, Krista and I are not related. But I do remember my soul sister in Atlantis. I do remember my sister in the mystery schools. And I, um, 
I'm just really, really happy to be connected with her. And I do remember a life with Galileo. Um, I think I was in that time with her. And so it's like, I have to tell you as Isabel, so I have been in corporate America since I was 14 years old. I have a very analytical mind, but I also have a very artistic mind. I had a scholarship to go to Savannah Art Institute of Design, and I have an IT background. So I have both the very logical, mathical kind of mind with the creative artist, the <laughs> intuition, right? And so um, if you would say, Isabel, how did you become a psychic and whatnot? I would say to you guys, science and podcast uh, led me to my awakening. I was writing a young adult novel and I had, um, I studied quantum physics for six years, writing that novel along with fairies and the CERN Collider and um, angels. Wow. So I have a very strong um, magic energy and the mother energy within me because Isis is my main guide. Wow. And I just found out that I am the daughter of Ra. So on my way to see my mother, Krista, I was, um, I was just driving and on the license plate, I literally saw raw, like <laughs> multiple times. How's so by felt? the third time, I'm like, raw, God of raw. And then the energy came in oh. and I started crying. Oh. And he says, hello, daughter. Oh, my God. I miss you so much. Oh my God. Wow, that's so beautiful. And I didn't know. But apparently I was ready to know. Right. My soul dad. Wow. Oh, that is yeah. amazing. Yeah. So he's been talking to me all day today. And um, oh my gosh, he was amazing. telling me about my essence and my soul. And it's time for me to get on to my work and my journey. I've been on my journey, but like, I guess it's time to get into high gear. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amazing. You spell his name. Sorry, I just couldn't picture. R A. R A. God of Ra. And when and you hear his voice, sorry, when you heard his voice, is it in your voice in your head, or is it a different voice? I always like to ask this question. Um. Anytime I talk to my celestial team or my non-physical peeps, like I call them, <laughs> um, it is always my voice but not my words. Right. So like if I was reading a book that I did not write, it would still sound like me, but yeah. those aren't my words. Yes, that's exactly how to explain it. Oh, and you know, it's not your words because you're like, I wouldn't even say that, let alone think it. 
Yeah. Like you can feel a different tone, vibration, energy from it, right? Yeah. I'm starting to tap into, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about is because now I'm starting to have this experience that you talked about before and I couldn't relate to it because I didn't understand that concept yet. Now I have a belief system that is empowering me to know that I have this ability. And so, and I have very little fear around it now since I've processed my limiting beliefs around this area. And so when I, when I hear these messages that I get for people who are generally pretty open to this stuff already, they're like, one was like, send, tell Rob this message. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Cause I don't have fear around telling Rob the message because Rob is very, very open-minded spiritually. And it was for his courses, right? The message was add feelings of worthiness. No, increase feelings of worthiness for your course, par course participants in your online courses, because he's um, doing something around like courses around uh, increasing financial abundance and, you know, all these yeah. different financial abundance courses. And my message was super clear. Like that's the one key that was missing was the participants need to start to increase their worthiness in order to attract the abundance. And the message came, I messaged him and he responded in, in, on WhatsApp in such like love and acceptance and I'm like he said okay and I was like oh okay good so that was like I'll do it again if I get a message again I'm going to try again and if I get a message I'm going to do it again because I'm getting such loving responses back when I do it so do you you get them you get them like that too you get messages for other people right can you talk I about do. that I just and I have to share the synchronicity okay so one of the things and I just wrote it down I'll, but I wrote, it's time to let go of lack. Okay. So <laughs> this is so funny. I've been told that I will have extreme wealth. Okay. I can tell you personally right now is Isabel Zimmerman. I do not have extreme wealth. Right. Okay. Okay. But when God of Ra was talking to me, he was my dad, my soul dad said, it's time to drop that belief of lack, Isabel. Like it's time. Yeah, yeah. And I realized, Krista, the reason why I wasn't allowing wealth to come in is because I was afraid of my power. Oh, interesting. So your power with wealth or around money or can you explain? Had nothing to do with money. Okay. That's the irony of power. Life. Okay. Just in general, your power of what's happening with you as you awaken. So if I didn't have the means, this is so weird, but you know how it's always multi-prong and it's layered. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I didn't allow myself to attract the, the means and wealth, well, then I wouldn't have to step onto my powerful mission. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have to be really big. Right, right. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Oh, my God. And it's overlapping in my life, too, in a very similar, like, synchronicity that just, like, blows my mind, actually. This is funny that it's going this way, this conversation, because yeah, a very similar thing right now. Like, I what happened to me, I don't know if I shared this with you yet. Oh, I think I did, but I'm going to talk about it because this is relevant to the podcast and for the listeners. So yeah. I, 
I had so much fear because my mom used to see things that weren't in my reality. So to me, I thought she was crazy. Everybody said she was crazy, medicated her, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And so any seeing anything from the non-physical was something I always feared. But now that I've awakened in love and I very rarely have fear-based thoughts, like, and when I do, I'm aware of them and I go, oh, that's just a fear-based thought. It's okay. Like, like a little bit of fear. Now I know that I can open up to my gifts more. And so recently, about a week and a half or two weeks ago, time is so weird these days. I don't even know what ever, what, like, you know, time yes. is real. Time is really wonky. When you ascend, time gets wonky. That doesn't yeah. even make sense. I don't even know how long this happened, but maybe about a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, I woke up in the middle of the night to this feeling that I've heard other people from our group have the same feeling. It's like this overwhelming love peace feeling that I've never had in my life in this lifetime. And it's hard to explain because like Christy on, on was chatting with Gary and Jackie and Patrick on one of the Joshua lives. And they were yes. saying that it's like love, but you can't really love isn't even the word to describe it. And I know yeah. I've been listening to like near death experiences. I think it's like that. Okay. So I felt this like feeling of security and safety and love and oh, just like this unbelievable, I just can't express it enough. And then I saw this light blue glowing orb next to me. My room is in like the dining room in like, you know, next to the kitchen. And I saw this orb, light blue orb glowing there. I felt this safety. There was no fear because that was my biggest fear was seeing something from the non-physical in this reality and having a breakdown. Cause I'm pretty sure that's what happened to my mom. Right. Yeah. So I, um, I went like a long time ago. So I see this thing, I see the light. And then I, I was like, I am open to open to receiving the messages from this light. That was the first thing that came. And then I went back to sleep and had like the best sleep ever. And then I woke up like, going, oh, that was real. That really happened. And then, you know, a couple of days later, my ego's like, no, no, it was just the microwave light, blah, 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 blah. You know, but it was not near the microwave. It was like away from the microwave. Ego comes in and tries to convince you it's not real, right? That's important for people to know. So I, um, yeah. So anyway, I decided to be open to this, like, what is the message that you want me to hear? And so I got this message saying, um, uh, I can't, oh, what happened was I went in my phone and I was typing and this typo came up, which is now how the non-physical communicates with me. That was the first time it happened and it, that I'm aware of. And it, the typo was Avila, A-V-I-L-A. And so I, the first thing I Googled it right away, because I was like, that's a weird typo. There's no way I could have accidentally spelled that, right? They've they actually, done that to me too, by yeah, the way. They write the same, in my phone. The same oh, mechanism. So yeah. amazing. Like they're talking to me in my phone. And I found exactly like my mom when like, when I first thought she was like getting messages from the TV. Now I get it. So, um, but it's okay. Like I've embraced this. I love it. So Avila. So I Googled it. St. Teresa of Avila. That was her. And funny enough, before she said her name or anything, the first word that came into my head was Jen. And Jen also has St. Teresa as one of her guides in our group. Jen, I can't remember her last name. Cregan, I think. Lisi. It's with a C. It's, Cregan. Oh. Right. Cregan. Yes. Jen. Yeah. Cregan. The, so we the, share. the Broadway star. Yeah. So we yes. share. Oh, I didn't know she was a Broadway star. We share um, the same, uh, same guide. So we've shared on a post on our group. 
So anyway, so that's her. And then she, I, I got guided to reading some of her audiobooks online because they were in the archives. She's from the 1500s. She was a nun and she just hated money, hated it. She thought that you cannot be spiritual without, with being wealthy, it distracts you from your spiritual path. So I realized that in a lifetime, I think it was around the same time I either was with her, I was her in a past life, or I worked with her, or I followed her teachings at some point and took a vow of poverty. And so in a Theta Healing session with Genevieve, I, um, I uh, cleared that vow of poverty, and then I understood it. I understood why I took that vow of poverty. And it was funny. I was like, oh, no wonder. And I have other guides that have also gotten rid of um, their material wealth in order to connect spiritually. And I know maybe in this time now, it's a limiting belief that if you, if you have too much material wealth and money, you will not be spiritual. That was a limiting belief I had to process. So they brought me that limiting belief by explaining where my poverty vow came from, why I hated money myself, because I, I get it now. My guides guided me through that. And then soon after, I got a message that I have a, a guide named the goddess of Taya. And she has, what does she do? She uh, creates the value of silver and gold. So my message from her is now, you are now opening up to material wealth and I'm getting shivers all over my body. She's telling me that you are ready now. We are going to increase your value of yourself and open you up to abundance. So I know I'm on this like pinnacle like shift and I think you are too. We're very similar past me and you're like, it's like, yeah. So I'm shifting now. And I'm open to receiving abundance, but I still have a few limiting beliefs. Yesterday, I processed a limiting belief that I believe I'm a victim to my financial circumstances. I fully processed it with Jim and Kate, the ones that I'm doing this podcast with, like fully processed on a messenger chat. We wrote, we channeled, we all channeled like messages from our guides. And I wrote, I did a muscle test, you know, to see if I believed it anymore. I believe I... I believe I'm a victim. I'm going to do it right now. I believe I'm a victim to my financial circumstance. Nope. See, you do the finger. We'll explain that in another podcast because it's brilliant. So now I know I don't believe that anymore. I'm not a victim to my financial circumstances. I am open to abundance and clearly you are too. And now also spiritual work, you can make money. I had a belief that I shouldn't make money around spiritual work because we should just be giving it in love. Right. But we are also worthy of receiving the energy exchange of money. So me and you, I think we're both shifting there in that yeah. and things are going to change. And I look forward to like chatting with you in about a year to see what happens in this area for both of us. Cause yeah. what a fun, exciting shift. Totally. You're getting messages from a God of raw. Who's your dad, your soul dad. And I'm getting yeah. messages from the goddess of Taya and this stuff, even three months ago, I would have been like, there's no way I would be having a now I am and as the planet awakens everybody's going to start tapping into their little abilities like this slowly but surely over the next like thousand years or whatever everybody's going to be doing this stuff oh in the next five five years every human on the planet do you think though I don't know there's some people that won't awaken in this lifetime I'm pretty sure there's there's some some no there's some that won't but the next the next two years is going to be very quick and very fast. 
Okay. Oh yeah. So faster, right. It's getting very fast and um, the energies are not slowing down being receiving. So getting energetic downloads, waking up at three in the morning, not sleeping, um, <laughs> your diet changes, your body changes, your eye color changes. <gasps> like, really? Our yeah. <gasps> yeah. Probably brighter, right? It's brighter. Yeah. yeah. What else? Tell me more. Uh, this is like why I wanted to talk to you. You have this knowledge and I'm like, so you're a prophet. I know you're a prophet. You see the future and your guides tell you, and then you tell me, yeah. tell me more. What else is happening? Yeah. So um, there are phases and stages to the ascension and um, connecting with your guides and going within is, so there's no like step one, step two, step three. Mm-hmm. When you work with your divine aspect of yourself, your soul and your celestial beings or your non-physical peeps, it's, you, you have to think energetically and spherically or think of it as a puzzle. You're putting a puzzle together. Okay. Oh, yes. That right. Yep. So you get a piece, you know, you might start meditating. You found the boot camp. You yep. understand limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and it goes in the phases and stages of the ascension is that you go into deeper understanding of the levels of concepts that are introduced. So the limiting belief, like right now, my guides are talking to me and showing me an energetic pattern. So there's an electric magnetic field of a beautiful pattern of a limiting belief in your energy field. And when the emotion is struck like a cord, Mm -hmm. it activates this energetic pattern that then it's almost like it hits play on a cassette player and you say the same words and the same thoughts and you do the same behaviors because that pattern got activated. Right. That's what just happened the other day when I realized that limiting belief around my financial circumstances. I get almost this feeling of a little bit of anger and I'm aware of it. I'm like, okay, I'm in the illusion. I'm seeing the illusion. This is just the illusion. I hear you ego. You're scared. I get it. But it's like that same pattern was, and I feel like I can't control it. I don't like it at all. So I was like, okay, it's just a limiting belief. I'm going to process it a bit later. I contacted Kate and Jim on Messenger in our little group chat and just said, you guys, this is my limiting belief. When I am able to channel an answer, I'm going to channel an answer. I'm open to what you guys are channeling out for me in response to this limiting belief. And so, and then the rest of I was able to like regain my alignment in about an hour or two, but I was angry. And I, I would like to talk about this with my guides or whoever about this anger feeling, because I know it's fear, but why anger why does anger come out do you know you are angry is because you are you are aware of it's almost like you get mad at getting your period right or you get mad at your body right if your body's not performing well humans tend to get mad. Like, why are you knee? Why are you bothering me? Or 
foot or my back is out. I'm, yeah. I'm mad that my back is out, right? right? Yeah. You get mad at your body and your body's the messenger. So oh, you were mad right. at the message, at the belief. Yeah, I was mad at having this belief. Why do I still have this belief when I know I'm the creator of my reality in every other area? Yes. So it's actually a, a, my guide saying, you're the creator of your reality in every area of your life. So obviously you're the creator in this as well. And that was the beginning of my process. I got that guide, the, the message from my guide, whoever it was said very clear. And I laughed and we laughed together. I could feel it. I get how you laugh with your guides now. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> well, I know I'm the creator of my reality in every other area. So I have to be the creator of my reality of my financial circumstances. So, that was right. So your fears... So this is part of the ascension phases and stages. You are moving into accepting your fears and then eventually they will mentor you to love your fears. Okay, that's what I'm also, the message I'm getting is love your fears, love your fears. I've been reading that in other books too since I can re started reading channeled books. Love yes. your fears, yeah. Because your fears are your own creation and design of that energetic pattern Okay. For greater understanding and experience. And your fear is also linked because everything is energetic. So your fear might be the lower vibration of your greatest desire. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. So your fear is still love. Okay. Yep. So my fear Here's a, here's a clear example. Yeah. Okay. My fear is I'm not enough. I'm okay. not doing enough. I don't have enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not right. whatever. Okay. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. I can That's see how this fear is wanted and isis was telling me the whole time all your fears are wanted it's wanted okay. and wanted and i created my fears and i brought in these fears they were very much chosen lovingly chosen and so for me to push away my fear not express my fear not feel my fear get mad at my fear was a series of steps okay so now i understand my fear of not being enough is my it what god of raw was telling me today was isabel you finally are getting to the point where you are using your fear in love mm -hmm. and not judging your fear is wrong right but seeing the beauty of your fear and so when you see the beauty of your fear you are actually using your more energy and you are now more powerful. Whoa, that's just amazing. Oh my gosh, I really needed this message. That's why this morning I was like, oh, time to talk to Isabel because she's connected with Ra. And now I'm going to get this answer that I was looking for regarding my fear that made me angry. And I wonder why. I had no idea what was going to happen. But clearly, that's why this morning I didn't, I knew that I wanted to interview you for this podcast and we were going to renew it. But this yeah. morning it was like, that's why I don't make any plans anymore. Because the message this morning was so clear, ask Isabel <laughs> right away, ask Isabel. So it's like super clear, like, and it wasn't meant to be yesterday or the day before. 
And on that note, like the perfection and divine timing of all these messages, I'm starting to understand that I don't have to do anything ever anymore. All I have to do is listen for the loving messages from my guides, which is inspiration, guidance, some sort of like go for a walk, take a left instead of a right. You know, you're going to run into this person. I've been running into this guy a few times that we keep looking at each other. I know him from a past life, right? But I take roots like now that like I don't make a decision of where I'm going for a walk before I go for a walk ever now. There's no point because my guides will take me where I'm meant to go. If I have an inspiration to go to the store across town, for example, and look at shoes for my daughter, which we did, we ended up going like we I think we I don't even think we ended up looking at shoes, but we went all over and the inspired idea is look at shoes, right? This is how you, yeah. you know what to do with your guides. I'm explaining this for the listeners is Go look at shoes, but don't be attached to even getting to that shoe store. Go to, um, like, you might end up taking a left and going to the park and then ended up talking to this person because that person needed a message from somebody who is a higher vibration to them to raise their vibration in a certain topic, right? Or like, I'm inspired to go to Mexico and then you Google Mexico and then this ad pops up and that ad will bring you to this link. It will bring you somewhere else. And then, then all of a sudden you found this other thing that is really important for your growth and your expansion. And that trip to Mexico isn't even supposed to happen. All it was was supposed to get you on your phone or on your computer to research until you found that link to find whatever person or thing or whatever. So it's all making sense. I've ever, I knew this intellectually, okay? Like I'm understanding that through like the Joshua Live calls and stuff. And I get that. Like I got that about a year ago. Okay, so I just... Take the first next little baby step in the inspiration. I get that. But now it's really making sense because all our guides work together. All our inner beings work as one. Even like for, I'll give you another synchronicity example that I used to try to like, my ego would like say, no, no, no. This is just a coincidence, right? When I used to drive uh, to come back and see my daughter, I had to take a highway through uh, when I was like going through recovery and getting sober and stuff back then. Um, which was like the beginning of my inspired path and getting into meditation. I would drive on this highway and the ravens would fly right over my vehicle window, like in such perfection that they would fly. I could see them coming in and then they'd shift into like perfect alignment with my car and go right over the roof of my car, like within about 10 feet. And that first time it happened, I was like, cool, spirit animal. Oh, my God, I wonder what the raven means, right? But I was like, it was just coincidence. But when there was five ravens doing exactly the same thing, I was like, is this a coincidence? And I still, my ego is like, it's just a coincidence. There's nothing special about this, right? So then eventually I Googled it, you know, and I read that the raven is a sign of magic and like the non-physical realms and the ether, sorry. and like mystics and all this stuff okay and I was now where I'm at now I go of course it was a message for me of course those ravens my inner being connected with the inner being of the ravens and the ravens were inspired to do this cool different flight over this little car and that was a message for me to say your life is going to get super magical Krista it's coming your life is becoming magical you have power You can connect with the non-physical. You're gifted. This was the message from the Ravens, but I couldn't hear it then. But now I can hear it and I'm getting it. 
And then the other night I woke up in the middle of the night and my pillow that was down at the end of the bed was like bent over in the shape of a raven. So I saw a shadow of a raven, like this gigantic raven, this beautiful raven in my room, but it was just my pillow. But it's a message, like there's no accidents. This isn't accidentally in the shape of a raven. It was the message of my spirit guide of the raven. And I would like to hear actually more about what you think about the animals that come through as our guides. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so the raven, they just wanted me to let you know, Morgan Le Fay is um, the divine feminine to Merlin. Who? And Morton? Morgan. Morgan Le Fay, okay. Morgan Le Fay. Yeah, okay. so look her up. Okay. And she has a lot of ravens around her. Okay. And she's a non-physical being? She is. She's also, um, Morgan Le Fay is also the King Arthur. She's around more, you know, King Arthur, Genevieve, um, um, Merlin, that whole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's in, I believe she's in history also. Okay. She's real. That's so cool because like you got this message, right? About Morgan Le Fay and you have no idea. I think she might be in history. That's the thing. Like these, this stuff is, is so amazing because we like the people with these gifts that I'm starting to get to know, we say these things and you can often check and see if it's like matched up in history. Sometimes you can't to prove if it's real or whatever. But the thing is, we don't need to prove anything. But for other people, it's like, okay, well, how is it that every, this is actually how I started to believe this stuff, like the non-physical stuff was, there's no way we're all having the same delusion, okay? Because I was all about the medical model of mental health and disorders and mental illness, right? And when I one day was reading, I was starting to read channeled books that was given to me by a friend who was a former Oxford professor. So he mentally was somebody I respected in this human lifetime so much. And he gave me a book suggestion that was channeled, okay? And I started to read a lot of stuff and articles and things that were from channels. And I was like, there's no way they're having a collective delusion or psychosis together, because that's not possible. Because if someone is having a, like a delusion or psychosis, and then other people are all having the same psychosis, then it's not psychosis. It's collective agreement on something that must be real to me. And that is when I started to go, oh, this stuff is real because there's no way everybody's making this stuff up. And all these channels and all these people and me and you and all the groups and everybody, we're all saying the same thing in different words, in love. It's all a love-based uh, like message. If you start to get messages from non-physical beings that make you feel fear or negative emotion, or you start to feel negative emotion, that just means you're getting a non-physical entity based in fear talking to you. So just don't listen to them. Say, no, I'm not open to fear-based messages. I would like to be open to love-based messages only. And just set your intention to only be open to love-based messages, because I think that's where the mental illnesses that people are perceiving are actually rooted from people tapping into the non-physical entities that are based in fear. And that's their, their goal is to divide and create division and separation, which is perfect. But they were supposed to make you feel alone and scared. So those messages are not love-based messages. And those are the ones that divide you and put you in such fear that you end up in a psych ward. Some people do because they're scared because they're like, what is this message that I'm receiving or the things that they're seeing? 
they're scary. So can you talk about that? What you think about that? Yeah. So, you know, I do past life regressions and, um, I typically do three sessions. So the, the first session is you go into the life, but we, you talk to your inner being. And then the second and third is your inner being only conversation. Okay. Or your guide. But one of the interesting things as I was doing this work was I would find dark entities. Right. Yep. Attached. Mm-hmm. And they were called attachments, uh, certainly not afraid of them. And all it is, it's an energetic, it's grief and sorrow. Okay. It's anger. Right. It's a frequency that has been attached to your energetic field. Okay. Sort of like a tick. Yeah. Okay. Now oh, that's a really good way to describe it. Like a tick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Now, one of my sessions was three attachments made Kelly, who, who has been a, um, I would say a witch or practice dark magics in other life. Okay. Yeah. Other lifetimes. She's not practicing dark magic in this lifetime. Nope. I think I've just been talking with her recently, actually. <laughs> so funny. I started talking with her. Yeah. So, um, her inner being put these attachments on her. Okay. To kick her into her path. Okay. So nothing is by accident. So the ones who I do have a friend, April, um, very magical. Um, but she ended up getting a brain tumor. She, she's these energies, these attachments, just know if you don't do your inner work, if you don't do your inner soul work, you will vibrate that frequency of density. And so other things can get attached to you right? and are attracted to you. And influence you, communicate with you, but they cannot create in your reality, but they can Correct. influence. So they can say things like, I know a girl that when she's vacuuming, she hears this voice saying, you don't even know what you're doing. And she's like, who's saying that, right? But it's a, it's a non-physical fear-based entity trying to keep her like from becoming the powerful version of who she truly is, right? right. So her inner being is allowing that. Okay. Okay. So just so keep in mind. Again, like I know like they're not bad or wrong. Exactly. They're like, they're good. They're meant to be there. It's all divine and it's planned. So their purpose, like, what would an example of that be? Like, well, think someone- about it. You got this, Krista. So here she is vacuuming. Listen to the words. What was it? You, you, can't, don't even know, you don't even know how to vacuum or something. You don't even know how to vacuum. So what's her core limiting belief in this little entity, this friend of yours vacuuming? Um, Could it be she doesn't believe she's powerful? Could it be that she doesn't believe she knows what she's doing? Right. Could it be... <gasps> You don't know what you're doing generally. Yeah. Like you don't know what you're doing, which actually knowing her so well, that makes sense. She has a limiting belief and she could just process it with like, it's just a manifestation event. Right. That's it. That's it. And the fact that she got it magically, it's a multi-pronged thing. Right. So she's probably psychic. Oh, I know she's hundred percent psychic. I can't wait for her to awaken. I can't wait. And she's resisting it. She's resisting her gifts. Yep. 
Okay, I'm going to let her listen to this podcast. So but, how could I not love the entity saying you don't even know how to vacuum? Because you need to love that because it's brought brings you to your next step up when you're ready for right. the next step. Right. Right. Okay. 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 So, right. So I had a quantum healing hypnosis session in 2018 or 2019 when I first started on my inspired path in wild, right? Yeah. I had entities removed from me and I didn't really believe it then, but who cares? Take them off of me, even if I believe it or not. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't, I wasn't able to really understand any of my past life stuff. It was really black and I wasn't ready. And my ego was keeping me small. And then I read about Brian Weiss, who's a psychiatrist that happened to bring people into past lives through hypnosis. And now I believe it. So I'm having all these memories of my past lives. I'm remembering, I'm having clear visions in my head, which I never knew I could have clear visions actually, because I didn't think I could. I said, I'm not a visual person and I can't have visions in my head, but now it was just a limiting belief. Now it's gone. And so I'm remembering my past lives. I'm remembering the past lives of my close friends that I trust and I'm able to share with them. Can you talk about how I can, because I know you have this gift too. I see other people's past lives and I sometimes go, am I making this up? Right. But how can I get more advanced in my ability and my raise my confidence level for when I get a message for someone, oh, in a past life, you were this or you did this, or this happened, how can I increase my confidence in that area and share and push past the fear and become more of a past life reader, basically? Yeah, so um, what they're telling me to share with you is make it a game. Okay. You know, okay, so for example, you shared that experience that he was a shopkeeper and giving um crystals and herbs yeah. to the women who were healing right yeah, my so friend he yeah was, he was um fighting the system right yeah. he had a little room in the back of his shop and he helped us all all of us women that were being accused as witches to continue our practice right yeah. mm-hmm. okay so in that go into the essence of that energy, meaning a personality, right? Okay. So why does a certain human face persecution and fear and help others? What, what is that energy? Is it bravery? Is it courageous? Is it fuck you? What is it? <laughs> right? Right. So when you play with it, when, when Krista you plays with it and kind of like take a stance of curiosity Curiosity. like huh what kind of energy is isabel is she playful is she smart is she magical what is she and why would she need those characteristics or traits why was she born with that and right. did she explore that in another life? Huh. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you're engaging your mind. Hmm. You're engaging your heart. Yeah. You're engaging. You're making it a game. You're looking yeah. at the piece. How does this fit into this now moment? Right. I think I'm getting this message now. 
Right, 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 right. Because I like my friend that I was told you about that story, I'm getting more about his life. And I know that the reason why he is coming in so clearly his inner being and guides are connecting with me and telling me this is because he is a very safe person for me to share it with without my risk of feeling rejected from him if I tell him. So like the other night more came in from the story of me and him in a different life, right? And I haven't yet called him or emailed, I was going to text email or call and I hadn't decided I'm probably gonna give him a call. But um, I like writing it, though, because then they can look back and read it again. That's what I really like about past life readings that are written, because the more you raise your vibration and read it again, you remember and go, oh, wait, that connects with this. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, I'm starting to remember this. Or like, I know that this is this feels like it actually happened to me, like the past life readings that I just recently got that you're getting. The more you read it, you go, oh, yeah. Oh, this clears up this part of my life. And I remember that must have happened because, oh, because of this in my life. And, you know, so I, I'm going to probably email him or whatever. So it's easy for him to find it. But more is coming and he will not reject me in any way. He's like one of my best friends. He's really easy to communicate with. And he won't like not talk to me for a week because he thinks I'm weird. Like other people I do know in my life like that, that if they have fear, they'll just not respond. And I have such issues around that I've processed most of it when someone doesn't reply to me like quote unquote ghost me for a week I I'm like oh it's not about me it's about them right but I don't want to say his name because this is for privacy issues it's his past lives but he would never do that to me so he is the perfect person to play this game with so that's what I'm going to do I'm going to grow my curiosity around all of his past lives that I'm that are coming to me that we've shared and ask more questions and then and then do some writing around it and then send it to him. And, and you know, what's funny is that he might not in this lifetime explore past lives. Not everybody does. Not everybody's meant to, maybe they've done it in another life, or maybe they don't want to, or maybe their ego is too scared or that whatever the reason is, but maybe in five, 10 years or two months or whenever he will start to, to open up to past lives. Yeah. So let me just interject um, this right now for everyone, whether you remember a past life they can come in dreams right they can come in deja vu yeah they can come from krista (laughs) (laughs) or isabel (laughs) or isabel doing a past life session or you know just i'll get a small tidbit um all of humanity not all there's no absolute but let's just say for the ascension part of it is remembering other aspects of your lives because you are going more and more into who you truly are and that is really understanding that you are way more than the person in the mirror and you're seeing you're understanding your energetic field and you're understanding how all your lives that are happening now are impacting this life and that everything is connected yes. and it goes more into your power. So, and like, okay, yeah. Yeah. so like the fear that I had yesterday, I know, cause I was joking. I said to, to Jim and Kate, I said, it feels like I have like a bunch of guys coming after me with guns, like army guys coming after me with guns and they're going to kill me because I owe them money or I don't have the money which is funny because then I realized, oh, that must have happened in a past life. And then 
say now with more clarity is I've raised my vibration. It did happen in a past life. And now it's starting, it's starting to come to me more as a memory. I needed that event to happen in that fear for me to acknowledge that, oh, no wonder in the past I felt like a victim to my financial circumstances. Because in a past life, I was exploring victimhood around finances. And I got murdered because of money. So like, it seems like this fear is like, oh, I don't like this feeling, but it's exposing this amazing, interesting past life that I had where people were chasing me and shot me to death because I owed the money. I'm pretty actually sure it was more like mafia. At first the thought came as army, but I think it was a group of men that were more like mafia. Right. And they're, they are military action looking do you know yeah. what i mean yeah the mafia is very mil military right militaristic i can't even yes. say it. but like anyway yeah, exactly yeah it's so, so like look it's, how it's, rich yeah. look how rich this you know and maybe you're going to write something around abundance too krista because look how rich i i will tell you sure. a lot of humanity took the poverty in their energetic field a lot right. of humans have took the poverty vow. Right, I can see that. And it and it's time to clear it. So everything needs to be brought to the surface and healed. So the money, um, you know, it's never about the money. No, the it's money not about is just the money. Yeah, it's about, never yeah. about the money. It's never right? about the money. Um, but there's just so, one of the things that I am so grateful that I have experienced lack of abundance is because it connects me to all my sisters and brothers here. Right. Right. Cause in the non-physical, we can't explore that. We can't understand what it feels to lack anything because we just manifest things with thought immediately. So in this, you're right. We do. I do. Same with me. It's increased my connection with many humans that are exploring perceived lack for sure. Yes. And actually, that's funny that you said I'm probably going to write something about it. I literally just had that download that this is going on right now, Krista, because you are going to assist others to process their beliefs around perceived lack and show that it's possible go from extreme perceived lack even though I know I'm fully abundant like looking around me logically yeah. intellectually I know I'm fully abundant all the time right but perceived lack where it feels like I'm, oh, I'm gonna run out of money I'm not gonna have rent oh my god scary 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 I'm going to be able to rise out of that and then in some form show number one that it's possible to get out of it and that it's not bad and then also explain how to raise your vibration that way. I don't know how it's going to come because right now I have the courses being created online for my freedom courses website, like drinking with freedom for yeah, people yeah. who don't want to go to AA or whatever the 12 step programs. Then I have right. the freedom from insomnias being downloaded. I haven't written it all up and freedom from depression, but I think maybe it's going to be freedom from financial worry or something. I don't know yeah. what, if it's going to be a course or a book or whatever it ends up being that podcast or something but I want I know that that's part of my path I feel it and it it's a little scary sometimes to be honest because like when I left my husband like with two children there is a fear of like I've processed through this from my past lives with Cassandra Eason's help yeah. where um I had past lives that I left my husband 
And then I starved to death with my children. So the fear is real. Leaving my husband was so hard because I had fear of being on the streets and dying with them, which happened in another life, which is so funny because I try to tell people that like, oh, this is just a past life fear. And I'm like, they're not at the vibrational match for it. And I'm scared. I scared one of my friends and I feel bad that I scared her. But I think one day in like five, 10 years or six months, she's going to go, oh, she was right. Yeah. Well, it's because it, and, and, um, they're telling me to kind of wrap it up, but you and I will continue to talk afterward. Um, I want to share this and, and I mentioned this energetic pattern. So Krista was talking, she remembers the life where she left the husband and starved to death. Right. And so her soul, her inner being is having her clear this energetic pattern and bringing love into it so she can believe herself because this is not the lifetime for her to starve no it's not because we're in the grand ascension so all of the human collective fears are being healed and transmuted into love right into acceptance okay and so when krista accepted her fear noticing the pattern noticing how intense it was that must have been a very intense fear to leave your husband especially how ironic that you have two children i'm sure in that other life you had two children yes right exactly (laughs) you know like it's so perfectly set up right it's perfect yeah it's amazing (laughs) yeah but you did it because your soul um needed you to clear that energetic pattern to heal it energetic pattern makes so much sense to me now because i'm starting to do this healing energetic healing through this like light sign language that's coming to me from my guides and i didn't even know it's real energetic pattern ah it makes so much sense yeah to process limiting beliefs through energy work just by that energetic pattern without having to do the writing and channeling like I usually do what what do you yeah absolutely you won't you won't I mean look writing the manifestation form that Gary put I mean I'm even putting a um worksheet together on soul work okay it's a multi-pronged thing but when you shift the energetic pattern what heals it is emotion So if you stay in your mind and you use logic and reason to reduce a limiting belief, you're reducing it, right? You're not healing it until you feel it. That's so funny that you said that because I was like, I remember I was doing the manifestation event forms. I was like, I need to feel this. I need to feel this. So I'd let myself cry and I feel it. And I, and I was like, feeling, feeling, I have to feel, feel, feel. That was a message that I was getting from my guides. And I didn't realize it was my guides telling me that until you just said that. Yes. I have to feel it. To, you to have to feel it. it. Does not count. Does not count if you don't feel it. Oh, Does not count. Oh, so amazing. listen up, all my beautiful light workers and friends out there. You have to feel your shit. Mm-hmm. No resistance. Allow it and feel, feel it. it. Mm-hmm. The crying is good. The crying is yeah. good. Like, crying yeah. is good. And that's how you shift the energy. Because everything is healed through the heart. Where's okay. your emotions? Your heart. Right. It's not your mind. Not your head. No. 
there's no emotions in your head. No. It's through your heart. Yeah. The green chakra. I usually imagine green light coming through me when I'm healing green and white. Yeah. And your heart is your connection to your inner being and all that is. Right. Oh, that's such a good message to end on. Oh my God, Isabel, this is a good, perfect timing. So yeah. So thank you. Um, I want you to just quickly tell what your website is and your, any wisdom app thing and podcast, plug whatever you want to plug there. Yeah. So I, um, my website is attractingwisdom.com, but I'm on the wisdom app. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Podbeam. Find me on Facebook, find me on YouTube. I do uh, a lot of videos uh, for the light workers. I work with teachers mostly. I'm also on LinkedIn. So if you're still in the corporate world, I have a 30 day word challenge of high vibe words that I would like humanity to incorporate in their emails and posts and texts at work for 30 days and then contact me and let me know what has happened to your reality. Oh, it just caught shivers all over my body, Isabel. That is amazing. And for me, if anybody wants to talk, contact me, Krista Zimmerman, um, I think Freedom Courses is on Facebook right now. My website's not up yet, but you can contact me on Facebook, Krista Zimmerman, or you can contact me through uh, Freedom Courses Facebook page and just contact me on Messenger. So yeah, if you have any questions. So thank you for coming, Isabel. Uh, this is episode two, and we're just going to keep going. We were going to interview Gary on the 10th. So we're just going to go the 10th episode. So we're just going to keep going. And we might have you again, because, you know, after I've raised my vibration and have more to talk about, I'll probably want to interview again. So thanks for coming. I thank appreciate you. you. I'm so grateful to know you in this lifetime again and have more memories of our past lives as we get to know each other better. And yeah, so thanks for listening and we hope we raised your vibration. Have a great day.